Rabbi Shraga Fievel Frank was a um, Talmud of Rabbi Israel Salanter. He was a wealthy Kovna businessman. Uh, just to explain what it means by Kovna, he lived in a Kovna suburb of Aleksut. And on the other side of Kovna was another famous suburb called Slabotka. So Slabotka, Aleksut are both suburbs of Kovna. The whole story is happening in Kovna. Um, Shagra Fievel Frank was a wealthy and respected businessman, Talmud of Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. He was involved in all kinds of projects. He and his brother bought land in Israel in the late 1800s that became Chadera. His brother actually settled in Chadera, and his son, Rabbi Tzvi Pesach Frank, um, eventually became the Rav Yerushalayim. His grandson or great-grandson is Rabbi David Kayan, the current uh, Rosh Hashiva of Chevron, so it comes back to Slobodka somehow. Um, Reb Shraga Fievel Frank died fairly young. He left in his will that his four daughters, he didn't have any sons, he had four daughters, four single daughters when he died. He left in his will that the four daughters should marry Talmud Chacham, and then they would get a generous uh, dowry. So his wife, Zalmana, who took over his business, wanted to make sure that that happened. Um... Just to give you an idea, he, he, he she succeeded. All four of his daughters married quite uh, famous Talmud Chacham. The first one married Ramayisha Matcha Epstein, the Slavatik Rashiva. The second one married Rabbi Zalman Meltzer. The third one married Rabbi Sheftel Kramer, who eventually moved to America, was Rashiva in Connecticut. He was a Mashgiach, actually, in Slutsk before he moved to America. His son-in-law was Rav Ruderman, also from Slabatka. His second son-in-law was Herman Neuberger, who, who married his daughter once they moved to America, um, who joined up with his brother-in-law in Ner Yisrael. The fourth son-in-law was Rabar Horowitz, who was the Rashivan Slabatka. He was actually the last Rashivan Slabatka. He's the only one of the four buried in Kovna, in Aleksut, near where the family lived. Um, the first daughter was supposed to be engaged to Rabaran Bakhsht. Rabaran Bakhsht was a Talmud of Kelm. He was also uh, uh, considered a star. And uh, while he, I think he was actually engaged, while he was engaged, the the mother-in-law noticed that he expressed an interest in the business. He was trying to help out. He was looking into things. And she suspected of him of becoming a balabas, and that's not what the will was. The will was that they should marry Tommy the Chachamim. So the engagement was broken, and that daughter eventually married a Moshe Matcha Epstein, the oldest daughter. Um, in 18, I will skip to Slabatka. Um, in 1894, the Rosh Hashiva of Slabatka was Reb Itzel Rabinovich, who eventually came known as Reb Itzel and of course, the yeshiva was founded by the altar. He had hired Reb Itzel to be the yeshiva. They had a disagreement as to what the place of Musr should be in the yeshiva. The, the Slabatki yeshiva wasn't a famous yeshiva yet. It was small. It was just getting uh, beginning. Not really beginning, but it was you know still growing. And uh, it wasn't the famous Slabatki yeshiva that it was, that eventually became. And he and Reb Itzel Panavizhar had a disagreement as to what place Musr should be in this uh, Slabatki Yeshiva, so they parted ways. Rabbi Tzipanovizhar became the Rav of Panovizh, and the Alter Slabatki decided he can't have a too, too, uh, a famous Rosh Yeshiva or an older Rosh Yeshiva. He has to find someone young. 
if it's someone young that can't handle the thing himself, so he's going to hire two young Yungalite to be the uh, Rashi Yeshiva, Rashi Chabura of the Yeshiva, while it's really the Alter's Yeshiva, he runs it. Um, the first one who he hired was Rabbi Zalman Meltzer, the second son-in-law of the Frank family. Again, the Frank family is in Kovna. They have a major say in what goes on in Slabatki Yeshiva. They're the, they're the wealthy and famous family in Kovna. They fund the Slabatki Yeshiva. They arranged funding for it also. They hosted parlor meetings and other things. Um, and Rabbi Zalman got in. He became the Rashiva. Now, Rabbi Zalman was the more famous of the sons-in-law of the Frank family. He was an Ilui. In Valajan, he was considered a big Eloi. He was known as Zunya Mirror. He grew up in the town of Mir. And he was a prize. He was a superstar. So Rabbi Zalman is hired. Now he's looking for a second Rosh Hashiva. And Rabbi Aaron Bakst's name come, comes up. He was known as Rabbi Archik Bakst. And um, the reason he wasn't hired seems to have come from the Frank family, not from Rabbi Aaron Bakst himself. Um... The sources say that there was protests from the Frank family that he should not be hired. Uh, we're not sure exactly who the protests were. It seems to be Kariv Hadover Loimar that it was Rabbi Zalman Meltzer himself, that he felt that his mother-in-law, or whoever it was from the Frank family that protested, felt that this old almana would get very hurt if if in, in this Slabatki Yeshiva that they're so affiliated with, they would hire the one who was supposed to be their son-in-law, and she broke off the shidduch because he didn't seem like to be a Talmud Chacham, and now he's hired as the Rashiva of Slabatka, which they're affiliated with. And it would be very unpleasant, it would be very awkward, because uh, now it turns out that he is a major Talmud Chacham, and sitting there in her face, he's sitting there right across town, the Rashiva of this yeshiva uh, that she's funding. So they strongly discouraged the altar, to not hire him. Uh, Rabarchik Baxt didn't have a bad career after that. He became the Rav in a town called Tsaritin, which after the Russian Revolution became known as Stalingrad. He was the Rav in Lamja, and he was also the last Rav of Shavl, a very famous big large town in northern Lithuania. And it was there that he was murdered by the Nazis um, during the war, together with the entire town of Shavl. Um, in the meantime, the altar is still looking. Aaron Bach's candidacy fell through, so Rabbi Zalman and the Frank family pushed that the older brother-in-law, Rabbi Epstein, should be hired in his stead. Rabbi Epstein was duly hired, so it's the two brothers-in-law who are the Rashi Yeshiva. Three years later, Rabbi Zalman sends Rabbi Zalman, I'm sorry, the altar Slabatka, excuse me, the altar Slabatka sends Rabbi Zalman to start a branch of the Slabatka Yeshiva in Slutsk, where his third brother-in-law becomes the Mashgiach, uh, Rabbi Shaftel Kramer. And in Slabatka, Rabbi Shumatcha Epstein became the sole Rosh Hashiva together with the altar. And eventually, the fourth brother-in-law, Rabbi Horowitz, becomes the Rosh Hashiva in Slabatka, the last Rosh Hashiva in Slabatka. Rabbi Shumatcha Epstein moved with the altar to Eretz Yisrael to, to found the Slabatka Yeshiva in Hebron in 1924. Um... So that is the story of the Frank family and of the early years of Slabatka Yeshiva.